Hi, this is Boris Vallejo, and you are listening to the Marvel Car Collectors Podcast. Hello, everybody. My name is Ian Taylor, and you are listening to the Marvel Car Collectors Podcast, your weekly digest of hobby goodness. With me, as always, is my co-pilot in all things Marvel cards. Would you look at the state of him? Up all night? Dancing, partying, and generally being a floozy of the highest order. It's knowing rad. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I want to accurate. use the word floozy. I've been called a floozy. No one, yeah, no one uses the word. <laughs> I don't doubt it. No one uses it's the true. word floozy enough. No, I think it should come back. I think I it should come back. In fact, dear listeners, welcome to the episode. Um, <clears throat> our third of 2023. I challenge each of you in the next week to use the word floozy in everyday conversation, either at work or at home. Be careful if it's in the latter because you might get a slap. Yep. <laughs> I know who's the biggest floozy of them all. Do tell. His initials are TP. Tony Perna. Tony Perna. No, Radish. I didn't say that. That's Radish. messed up, Ian. No, Radish. How dare you call no, Tony, Radish? No, Tony Perna, Radish. Is a, Tony Perna is a floozy. He's an absolute floozy. He's a dirty... <laughs> he's, a, back. he's a dirty... <laughs> um, so, welcome. So, uh, first of all, I'm just going to say it's, it's, it's going to be a few weeks late by the time this episode will drop. Actually, no, it's only about 10 days late. Anyway, happy birthday, 82, I believe, recently, Boris Vallejo. Hence him being at the top oh, of this wow. episode. Um, so I gotta say, he looks good on it because that would great. have made him that would have made him either 79 or 80 when we spoke to him for our 50th episode. He looked good, and I wouldn't have, I would honestly have not pegged him for being 80. No, I don't so know. you know, must be those Peruvian genes living the dream. There, he is, he is. Um, I'm post a Boris card then. Um, but the, um, which actually reminds me, you and I, I'm, I don't know, I wasn't planning to talk about this on the episode, but I'm going to anyway. So um, we recently both picked up, and I don't think, have you have you received yours yet? Those Peruvian, uh, is it a sticker or a card? It's a sticker. So if I'm thinking of, it's the one that says like CRO something on it. Is yeah. That the one? Yeah, yeah, I think so. It's the one that we 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 both. I I think I found them when I was trawling through something, and uh, uh, who knows how long it it'll is. take to get there. Uh, let me yeah. find it on my um. Let me eBay let me purchases. see if it's the same one we're talking about. I think it is. It is, but, and I will hold it up to the camera just for yeah, yeah, yeah. ease. Uh, once I find it, it's on its way to me from. There we go. On the way to oh, me those. from. Yes. yes. Yes, so Legata mine. Negra, and that's Dodson artwork. Um, yep. And on the back, it's number 12 in the series, and yeah. Nice. I don't have mine yet. No. I imagine yours will possibly arrive before mine, given I think the US is closer to Peru than the UK, but who knows? Yeah, mine has mine has Surfer on it, and it's card number 19, and the artwork's okay. by Michael Michael Turner. Michael Turner. Michael Turner does good stuff. He does great stuff. I have the shirt that features this artwork. Oh, really? Well. Yeah. <laughs> you liked it yeah. so much, you bought the T-shirt. Well, it was like I, I usually don't buy a pa- apparel, 
I got to hit up Donnie. Donnie's the best, man. I love that guy. Caught right. The best. Um, super nice guy. But um, yeah, I don't know how or when this came up that I got that. And then on the back of the card, the artwork is Deloto. And then oh, there's nice. another one as well. And I think it's Bushema. I can't tell. It looks like Bushema. But um, yeah. So no, I mean, it was at a store. The shirt was there. It was first, anytime I see Surfer like in a store or anything like that, I just buy it because I'm like, this is cool. You never see the character anywhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's not I like Spider Man, you see him everywhere. Yeah, but I rarely see Black Cat. I don't think I've ever seen a t shirt with it on. No, I've never um, seen I don't see any Black Cat stuff, honestly. Maybe so, like didn't they wasn't she part of that like superhero squad toy thing? I feel like I saw Surfer there. What, back like in the noughties. Superhero no, squad. No, no, no. This was like she became like Spider Man and Friends. Wasn't she like part of Spider Man? Oh, Sp- and yeah, Spider Friends is modern. Sorry, Superhero Squad was back in the kind of two thousand. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um um, although I think Black Cat was in that. No, um, I feel like uh, I see her in those things sometimes. No, she, she, yeah, no, she's new. She's in series two of Spidey oh, Friends. Cool. Um, but she looks completely, I mean, they all look completely different because they've all been yeah. really like young down. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, here's the thing Upper Deck. I know a particular seven year old in this house who would love a Spidey Friends set, not a blockbuster, like high priced Spidey Friends set. You know, something, something kind of not something kind of pitched at Spider Verse kind of level would be nice. Yeah, you know, for kids, um, especially it's if the kids. <laughs> it was the kids. Call me Mister Glass. They call um, me Mister Glass. <laughs> why do we always go back to that one? I don't um, know, man. I always think about that. Correct. Um, but um, but good. yes, no. She would. She would absolutely love that. You know what? We're going to build some Lego in a minute as well. Oh, that's fine. Yes, we are. We're going to build some Lego in a minute. When I say in a minute, it'll probably be like an hour and a half time. Um, but welcome. So we are, we are, this is the third episode. And I think it will be the last episode of our state of the hobby kind of kickoff yeah. for the year. Um, and if you've heard the last two episodes, you'll know that we've, um, had a bit of a community deep dive into how everyone's feeling. You know, there's some people quitting, there's some people trimming back. Um, we talked about, you know, how people adapt. Uh, to the kind of the hobby it is, it is now compared to how it was a couple of years ago. And all this started because I was doing those five phases of collecting, which I'm going to repeat um, just because I like it. And I'm, I'm really keen to hear where people pitch themselves on this because some people have commented and say, I think I'm on phase three or, you know, or phase two or something like that. So we've had some really good feedback. So this was me jotting down something apropos of nothing just over Christmas when you've got a bit of downtime and you start daydreaming and staring out the window and there's birds singing and all that sort of stuff, you know? <laughs> um, so I, I jotted down this cycle of collecting or that a collector goes through. So phase one, discovery in parentheses and overreaching question mark. Uh, phase two, more discovery and realignment. Phase three, reduction and finessing. Phase four, contented curation. And phase five, rediscovery because you know some people yeah are, it's a cycle uh, yeah they're doing cycles some people you know some people only do one run and they drop out before phase five some people do phases one and two and then crash and burn you know yeah. so um i think, I think we've seen the biggest all. problem after phase four after phase two is that people think like there comes the idea it's like well, I'm going to go ahead and corner this or I'm going to, you know what I mean? That kind of strategy. Yeah, yeah. And just to mm-hmm. realize that it's just the tip of the mm-hmm. iceberg. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like those moves mm-hmm. are so rare 
Mm-hmm. It's so difficult to do. And, I know. I know. know. Um, but I'm most assuredly in, uh, I, I would say I've got a foot in phase three and phase four at the moment. And I've always got my head into phase five because it's just like I'm, I've learned stuff. Today I learned stuff. Uh, what did I learn today? There's a case topper with Black Cat on that I need to track down. <laughs> so that I wasn't aware of. So I need to add it to my master checklist. Um, so yeah, it's always it's always a first day at school um, in this hobby. But we've had some really good feedback. Um, I think you've had some as well directly. Yeah. Um, on the first episode, especially of State of the Hobby and end of the year, um, about quiet quitting and people kind of bailing and the pressures that they were kind of feeling and yeah in particular our kind of feelings about market manipulators and things like that so um i didn't actually look up any of that feedback to to read out let me just um quickly dive on to our um uh, youtube because we've had some brilliant brilliant comments. i did get something that i think you would find interesting oh, and i tell wanted me. to tell you on air to see oh, how please. you feel about this yeah 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 um, it, I don't think it's bad feedback, but it kind of blew me away because I didn't think about it like this. Okay. And I hope I hope it doesn't make me sound naive or childish or stupid. <laughs> okay. But it, the idea that you and I are actually influencers, I hadn't thought about it like that. <laughs> Someone pointed that out. I guess so. Yeah, yeah. I guess I guess you're right. I mean, I don't think I certainly don't think of myself in those terms. See, neither did um, I. Mm. So like when they told me, I was kind of like taken back. So I wanted to know your, your response too, because I was kind of <laughs> like, not really. I don't know, really. I need to, I need kind of, I mean, it's certainly not something I, I, I aspire to be. Um, I mean, I, you know, I, uh, my number one goal is for this is just for us to share our kind of journey through the hobby, discover stuff together in, in terms of new and old stuff and hopefully to help people out. I mean, that's, that's been the overriding goal is to like reflect what think, people and- are talking about and help them. You know, that's beautiful. And those, those are beautiful goals. And I do think if I can be completely honest, I do think there are some people who get the title influencer who do the same thing. And and it is the same thing. I don't know what it mm. is, but I've always thought about us more like documenting. I never thought yes. of it as. Oh, yeah. yeah you know yeah. what I mean? I don't oh, know absolutely. why. Yeah. I, I, especially with like the guests and the things we do. But mm-hmm. I think it's an interesting thing that, you know, these people pointed out to me which I appreciate a lot because it is true and and it should be said. So there's no confusion, but like the idea that anytime you do anything publicly or recorded or this, uh, we do, you are by the effect of what you're doing, influencing someone else to participate. I guess so. Yeah. I don't know. I just, for me, like I, an, an influencer, it's hard to make that a bad word. Because there are influencers who are great people, you know, people I like a lot, mm-hmm. who I don't think do it out of malice. Mm. And then I think the name gets a bad name sometimes when people are, you know, bought by people who are collecting or bought by companies or, you know, told to have certain subject matters and stuff like that mm-hmm. or products. I mean, there's nothing yeah, wrong yeah. with sponsoring products or anything like that. I guess that's what I thought about an influencer when you're at that level, because we're not really... Like we're not really sponsored by anybody. No one's no one's no, well, no one's offered us any cash for anything. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Whether we take at least it nothing or... show related. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. <laughs> I did. I did. I did. I did call one. One of one of us was called a floozy at the top of the episode. That's all I'm saying. 
That's all I'm saying. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Um, so I'm just going to read one, actually, because he asked a really good – there's been some great – I mean, we had the most comments of, of, of part one. In fact, part, part two, State of the Hobby part two, as I look at it now, unusually hasn't had any comments whatsoever as yet. <laughs> it's been up three days as I sit here, uh, which I thought was interesting. Um, plenty of people watching it and digging it, but no comments. But the, the first part of Stage of the Hobby had loads of comments. And one of them was a question from a guy who goes by the handle Off White Tim. So I'm I'm really keen to kind of, um, if people ask us stuff on these comments, to actually bring them you know, to this so that we can talk about them and hopefully other people can hear it. Um, so Off-White Tim commented um, that this was a great listen, really enjoyed it. I do have a question in light of the current state of the hobby and being mindful to others. How should we go about purchasing a card or piece we really want that seems to be overpriced without con- after consulting with whom I consider serious collectors when, one, the card is a low number parallel and, two, without pushing up the market price for others in the hobby? So my rule of thumb, and I guess the question is like, how do I make a decision on if I should put, purchase something like that? Mm. That's low number. number so yeah. here's my thing that I've learned. I think I think there's two things, right? The big, the major thing is you got to figure out what kind of player you are. Mm-hmm. If you're the person who can play with two thousand dollars or three thousand dollars, then that's a different player than someone who can play with five hundred dollars. Um, and then that's a different player who can play with ten thousand dollars. You know what I mean? Oh, 50. Just, or fifty, <laughs> which can just get. You know, there's there's mm. quite a bit of. In my experience, you can tell who's willing to pay what, depending on how long they've been in the hobby. Mm. A lot of people who've been in the hobby for a long time look at prices as stuff, and you know they think to themselves it's garbage. Um, to pay that kind of money for those things because they've been around, they've seen the release when it first came out, they understand prices. Mm. Things do get crazy. People do spend money on things and things do increase in value way past any expectation I had for them originally. And, you know, Ian and, and, and those are real things sometimes, but you know, sometimes they're real things, you know, you have to be careful. But in my experience as a character collector, I will say this. Anything that's below a 10, if it's in my range of play, I don't mess around. Because once it gets, I had a friend collector tell me this, a very big collector tell me this, and he's always been right, theorating, but he's always been right. And he told me anything lower than 10 is hard to find more than two or three times. Mm. In my experience, depending on the Mm. character, of course. But in my experience, anything lower than 10 is gets really difficult to find at one point, especially if you bought mm. something that's someone. And, and most of the times it happens because when you get past 10 or past 30 or past 50, what ends up happening is that not only character collectors are looking at those depending on the character, but you're looking at set collectors. And you're also looking at people who are looking to stockpile, which is why they vanish. And mm. there are people out there stockpiling. So be Stacking. aware of that. Stacking my boy, my boy stacking gems, killing it. I love that guy. Um, what a trip. But um, there are a lot of people stacking. People who who don't talk about stacking are stacking. Just 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 so people know, it's not. There's one card not, I'm stacking. 
but I'm not going to talk about it. I'm not going to see everyone stacks. Yeah. Um, but like, and it's fun. It's fun to do, especially if you're the person who believes in the card and likes the card and has a good time. You know, that makes sense. And most people who are stacking cards are not like going to try to like block someone out of a set who's like needs one extra card. I've seen oh, no, so there's, many pl- there's, there's plenty of this card around. I just want to get a consecutive numbered run because just because it pleases yeah, me. Cool. <laughs> no, I think it's fun. I think it's fun. I, I know a lot of good people who give cards up to sets when people need it and stuff like that. So it's not always doom and gloom, but suggestion would be find the person collecting the set. If you are thinking about that, you know what I mean? And then if you can't find it, you know, be open with somebody. Mm, mm. But if you are thinking about buying it and it's in your range of play and it's 10 Mm. or lower, it might be worth the grab. I don't know. Yeah. That's how I think of it. Yeah. I mean, if it's a card that you really want, so basically, the, the key points is, is is if it's a card that he really wants, and it's it seems to be overpriced after consulting other people, um, I think, and then you've got the factor of it's a low number parallel. So I think pushing up the market price for others in the hobby, uh, that's notable. But I think you you get you, you're fighting too many fires then at the end of the day. Hundred um, percent. So I think, listen, if it's a low number parallel, I guess as Norman says, it depends how many numbers you know how out of how many it is um the one thing i will say is that everything comes around again so it depends how this patient is true. Be. um this is true because um the problem the problem is and i guess this talks to the pushing up the market price aspect is if you do pay it and that person has gotten away with setting that price because you've proved there's a market price for it do you see what i mean so um so i guess there's that um then there's the other aspect of it is if you really really want it just and you can afford it nail it put it in the bag so it says done and then move on and don't that's look it. in your rearview mirror don't, and it. don't regret it yeah like yeah. that's the way to do it like if you make the decision don't obsess about it put it yeah. away forget you even bought it and then like yeah. in two three weeks look at your cards again and you'll be like mm. i'm glad i grabbed it i don't even care yeah you know what i mean there so. are things i overpaid on yeah, plenty yeah, of yeah. things I've overpaid on, but like once it's done, there is a sense of relief mm. about it. Mm. Um, my experience. Yeah. So, Tim, really good question. Thank you for that. Great, um, great question. I, we Tim. we, we had other comments and questions, and I've, I've, I've had some Twitter stuff come through as well. But I'm not going to do all oh, that cool. um, this week because uh, yeah, we had some really cool Twitter stuff comes. Considering I've um, I've not done anything on Twitter for like a month now because we've kind of bailed on it because it's too much. Um, so basically, what we asked. Um, for this final kind of, I think it's going to be final. I was going to try and do two, um, but I think they actually roll into one because we asked people what their goals were for this year, for 2023, but also what advice they'd have for anyone new. Um, Mm. So you remember back on episodes, really low numbers, uh, we did Cards 101. So I guess this is kind of an update to that, I guess, really. That's exciting. With everyone else pulling into it. But um, So goals. And people kind of commented in both lenses they commented what their goals were and then they added some advice um and i actually split them out on my lists here but then i realized we're going to do the same episode so i'm going to be scrolling a lot because i've got them in two different sections on my notes (laughs) anyway uh, jonathan currens um australian friend uh great guy happy new years all by the time people hear this we'll be like three weeks into the year what's the statute of limitations on saying happy new year February. I mean, it's Easter? all. It's the new year for like a year. So <laughs> I think you can go all the way to the end. Yeah, but well, the thing is, it's not new anymore. By the time you get to the end, 
What point what does the year get old? Still uh, remain, or just like neither middle aged. That's so dark. Yeah, it's, it's I live. I, there you go. Yeah. Anyway, let this be the year of the collectors. Amen, brother. Uh, collecting goal for twenty twenty three: acquire more Thanos and Mystique goodies. He's got a killer collection of Thanos and Mystique stuff. He really is has. Jonathan Cohen's. Oh, Cohen's. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. God, sorry. Yeah, did I not up. tell you? <laughs> you did say it. I just I blanked. I'm sorry. That's great, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great yeah lovely guys. Um, and then he's gone on to advice to newbies: send all Thanos and Mystique cards my way. <laughs> good man he's good man he's choice choice uh then he's gone jokes aside i highly recommend getting to know your fellow collectors uh, that's brilliant advice brilliant advice it is why we started you know through the in the midst of all the crazy last year and the year before the one thing that came out of that was us saying to people if you're coming into the group if you're coming into the community introduce yourself and, and so we, you know, we well, on both groups, we we said, we said it's not a mandatory thing, but we said please make your first post an introduction post. And the number of cool like stories and people that have like stuck around because they, you know, people get to know them a bit and they start building that network and that community is absolutely brilliant. You know? That's the way to do it, though. So, like, why? It, you know what I mean? Like, that's the way to do it. That's yeah. the way to do it. I remember us talking about it and suggesting that. And I was yeah. like. It only makes sense. I mean, that's that's. It's made such a difference. What I did. It's made such I a difference. First, got into the mm. social realm of it. Mm. You know what I mean? And and it's it's done me well. Yeah, yeah. No, I think it's a good idea. Jake Tweedy, great name. Jake Tweedy. Jake Tweedy's in the UK. Um, in fact, I think he's in Scotland. Don't hold that against. Oh, wow. him. Um, uh, I know that because I mailed him um, my complete of um, not complete Avengers. It's a complete set of the first Avengers movie cards. Oh, um, and um, I'm just quite relieved to be sending it to someone in the UK because it was quite a heavy binder. It's a big set. It's about 180 cards. It's a massive set. It's a big be. set. I yeah, it's a big set. Um, anyway, collecting goal. Continue with my MCU collection, slowly but surely building it up. Ideally want to reach most base sets completed by the end of 2023. Well, he's off to a good start. It, there's one thing that people don't realize. This is why I bailed on it because of the volume of sets. There are so many MCU sets now. I mean, there's obviously one for each movie, but some movies have more than a one. Lot. And then there's some that kind of a bigger, you know, like um, Marvel Studios' first 10 years, for example, that covers multiple films. Um, and these are you know, some of these sets are not inconsiderable in terms of their size. And then you've got all the chase sets. Um, I mean, it depends how deep you're going into it. I don't get the impression he's going into the parallels. And with the early MCU sets, you didn't have those parallels. They're, they're more of a kind of an E-pack Still era. reaching almost like 200 cards in but a few of them. You are, yeah, 200 cards. And then you think 20, 30 sets easily now? It's a lot. You know, and is he including X-Men? Some of the Hulk movies that weren't, you know, officially MCU? Yeah. You know, there's it, it, yeah. Where do you voice. where do you draw that line? I mean, I've started to veer into um, relic cards from non MCU films. Like um, I got my first one from the X Men films. You know that that one I showed you a cycle. Yeah, the leather the yeah. leather one. Yeah, yeah. X yeah from Tops, ninety nine. And if I see them cheap, nice. I'll pick them up. But I'm not you know I'm not I'm not steering directly for them. But um, but no, Jake's Jake's on a mission. I tell you, and he's got some good advice as well. Um, enjoy it. 
no matter what tangent you're collecting may take you on embrace it and just enjoy collecting cards and you know it's kind of like we could almost end the episode there really <laughs> i mean see you next time i think people get too i mean i i'm guilty of it too man you become tunnel vision and it doesn't matter until it's complete type of thing and you forget how to enjoy the journey of finding this yep. stuff and discovering things. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Completely. Um, Ron Cedar didn't come in with any goals, but he, he said advice, um, collect what you most enjoy and you will not feel disheartened if prices go down. Uh, that's an interesting one. Um, cause I know people who've got buyer's remorse all over the place cause they, they FOMO'd, they FOMO'd. And then they majored, they majorly yeah. FOMO'd. I mean, and it's fun to be part of a movement. And when people are cracking boxes, it's a lot of fun to do that kind of stuff. You know, mm-hmm. you just, it gets very, um, what happened recently to me, Fred Ian's rogue Marvel unbound came up and I was oh, like, wow. all right, I'm going to buy one pack. And I instantly oh, regretted I didn't it. Know this, really. <laughs> I know I instantly regretted it. Cause like, then you know it's it's i love fred and ian they're great uh and the rogue was beautiful but i did it not because i wanted the card because like later on i could pick up the card in the trade or comp c or stuff like that but it was just i was like okay i'll try let's see what comes up see if i get lucky with anything and i hate that feeling of that lotto mm-hmm. ticket kind That's of the suspense. yeah hate that and i got caught up in it i was like damn those posts he makes and shows this shows it's like the great mm-hmm. progress work and all that stuff killed it it was so good and yeah. i was just like uh, okay I'll, I'll try but everyone's enjoying that and doing great i just it's hard for me to like go through those emotions over and yeah. over again i don't know i'm just not that type of collector but no it happens to me too you you, you see everyone's vibe you get excited you do you, do. you absolutely do i'm um I'm sitting out unbound to no, no disrespect to Fred and Ian, but um, Not at all. Killed I just, it. I just Absolutely don't, killed um, that set. I just don't um, have the cash all the time to be jumping on it every week. So I'll pick it up afterwards, you know? Yeah. Um, but that's the same um, with me. I'm just like, I don't which, have the cash for it. Yeah. Which touches on Ron's second thing um, that he said, which was um, appreciate the art, enjoy and have patience with the journey. So, you know, I'll get the unbound set. I just won't be buying it from primary. Patience, man. I'll pick it up down the road. Patience Um, is the game. Patience is the game. It reminds me of my my, um, doctor's surgery had a um, thing on the wall when I was when I was a kid. Be a patient, patient. That's nice. It's quite nice that because it's two meanings of the word patient. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Be a patient, patient. Yeah, and it's it's. I love it. I love it. Same word, different meaning. I love that English. Funny like that. I love that. <laughs> it's crazy. Language as a whole is just ridiculously interesting. Language as a whole is just a really, yeah. Sahaftig Wemish Kuktahaven. Oh my God, what's that? Uh, it's uh, Vulcan from uh, Star Trek Free. That's really Vulcan. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's good. That's good. I, 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 know, I know most of the lines of Star Trek 2 and 3 off by heart because I that's just watched impressive. them so many times. <laughs> that's so cool. <laughs> Oh, that's cool. Anyway, I was, <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, Aaron Polkinghorn, great name. Just started to get back into Marvel cards with my three year old son. Free, my goodness me, check he doesn't eat them. Uh, been opening Spidey Metal Blasters of late. Our goal is just to open packs and blasters as we can get our hands on them. Having fun doing so. He loves Spidey, and I'm a Wolverine fan. We also collect basketball cards. Nice. That's cool. Those Spidey Blasters, so many people are kind of still like snapping them up when they see them. 
I predicted right by flipped. doing that. And yeah, and I there mean, is yeah. another set coming with blasters. I'm not going to say it because right. it hasn't been publicly announced as we record, but we know it's, it's coming. coming. Um, so, so Pretty yeah, exciting. very, very imminently coming as well. So mm-hmm. uh, hopefully by the time this drops, people will, will know about it because they'll have announced it. But yeah, I'm super, be really cool. super excited. I can't even get to it. It's going to be fun. Um, I don't think Aaron had any tips for newbies. He didn't, no, but that's okay because um, he's got a newbie in the house by the sounds of it. So um, I can never pronounce this guy's name, and he's a massive collector. He's been around for the longest time. Uh, uh, T-H-U-Y, is that, is that Toy or Thuy? I don't know how either. Do you he's that? so nice. I've known him he's forever. He's a lovely guy. I don't remember his – I don't remember how to say it. He's a big – he's got some stuff. Oh, my goodness. He's got, he's got crazy stuff. stuff. He's got some really good stuff. He's got like – Autos that make you just weep and sit no, up. And he, he's a good. He, um, he knows he's what he's a doing. Silo collector. That's right. Big time silo collector. About that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, right. Lovely focus. Um, a lovely guy. Anyway, his his goal and possibly advice actually is stay focused. That's it. So you know, I mean, that's that's. I really like that. Really good advice as well. Um, I really uh, like that. These start to get into kind of cat. Uh, uh, these are just the general ones, and then we kind of start to get into more categories. Yeah, of of advice um, and kind of goals, which I think is really interesting. Actually, um, the first one is um, yeah. I've I've just broadly titled this finesse for the sake of argument. <laughs> Tucker OG. Um, I'm assuming that means he's the OG Tucker. Yes, Tucker. And uh, Tucker OG isn't his real name. His part of his name is Tucker because he sent me something. He sent me a. He sent me a. He sent me something for free. What did he send me? It was really amazing. He, he got my address off someone else, and I had like this envelope arrive ten days ago. That's. He awesome. just had a couple of spy, uh, Panini Spider cards in because I was trying to oh, go for the so set, cool. and he's been buying the packs. Nice anyway, really sweet guy. So thank you, Tucker, for that. Um, he's been around. I feel like he I know who it is. But, yeah. No, yeah. he's he's big into. Um, Spidey I'm trying to remember. That's it. And, That's uh, it. I think Scarlet Spider as well. I think he does it's both. Something like that. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. he does both. Anyway, um, getting yeah. more Spidey cards, spending more on PC <laughs> items, and spending less on the hot set of the week. So, you know, that's Genius. kind of on the on the staying focused um, uh, line. Um, Interestingly, um, Rob Noel, now that I've organized my collection style more efficiently, I will be honing in on some of the less common Daredevil and Scarlet Witch cards. So mm-hmm. I like this. I like the fact that people have kind of uh, being, you know, stay on target, I guess, you know, the whole Red Five. I think everyone, I think what came out of the whole like pump, crazy pricing influx audience of Marvel cards is that everyone now, new and old, mm-hmm. are kind of like looking at their collection and shifting things mm-hmm. and trying to like figure out what their collections look like and what they're going to be. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I've talked about this before. So tell me, tell me if I have Ian. But like, I imagine the future because I think collectibles will, you know go down a little bit i'm assuming i'm assuming i don't know I, i've never been able to accurately um gauge it or predict it but i feel like right now there's this kind of everyone's like all right 
let me get my treasure case together, you know, my treasure chest. Let mm-hmm. me make sure I get the creme of the creme of what I have in my collection and move all the other stuff off and start selling things and moving things off to the side. I don't know if that's entirely true, but I feel like that's happening on a pretty big scale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm certainly, you know, in the process of... Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, you too. Know, yeah. Cataloging and doing stuff. So I think people are... Uh, Andy Care. Andy Care is back. Um yeah. I say that because I know that he was he was kind of a bit quiet for a bit, and you were trying to get in touch with him. And he's, he's I tried to get back. in touch with him. Yeah, he's yeah, I finally did. Luckily, um, as far as what I want to do, collect, continue collecting sketch within my normal means, i.e., eBay, Group Trade, and Com C. I'll continue to look for Premier Gold Bust panel sketches, mm. twenty sixteen gems, jambalaya, and any year PMG. So he's he's got quite a broad range of stuff that he goes after, and he's a big into DC sketches as well. Um, yeah, he's yeah, got a DC yeah. sketch group. Um, so. Um, but he's he's always had that focus, though. I mean, he's got quite a lot of irons in the fire, but he's always been pretty good at sticking. He doesn't to those. deviate. He's he doesn't really deviate. Strong. Yeah. Um, while I'm on, actually, he uh, this was a couple of years ago now before everything went. <laughs> Otherwise, I don't think he would have done it. I don't think anyone would have done it. Um, when you could buy them for like twenty dollars and stuff like that, he gave me. I think it was my red, black cat PMG, from Spidey. From what year? Spider-Man, 2017. 17. Well, she's only yeah. at, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's only at, well, I say she's only at one PMG, but of course there's Spidey Metal, but I'm not sure in my head that I think of that as a PMG, even though it had a red and a green, but because I don't own it. So the only one that counts to me is I, don't. I, own. <laughs> I don't own it. <laughs> because I don't own so, it. it doesn't I don't exist. really count it. It's dead to mm. me. It's dead to me. I love it. So I'm trying to move great. my head over here because this room, because all of a sudden I've got a, a, a newer laptop with a camera in a decent place, high resolution. It's picking up more of the room and the room's just got crap in it. I've got all this like, stuff up on the wall behind me. You're we've not stuff. painted in here. We've not painted it. Well, yeah, we're having our bathroom remodeled. So yeah, there's yeah, so much stuff in this stuff. room that shouldn't be in here. And I haven't painted this room yet. So my background is terrible. So I'm trying to move over here so that I'm blocking all the stuff. Like this. That's why I keep doing this because I keep spotting that I've, I've, I've drifted back over this way and then I suddenly pull it back. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, uh, the next um, uh, kind of um, Davo, Mr. Davo, Davo, Mr. Davo, um, diversity. Back to Comic Grails. Play with some Jap cards. And seriously sort my Pokemon, Marvel, and Star Wars cards before adding to my collection. That's interesting. So he's got quite a lot of breadth there, but he's he before he's adding to it, he wants to sort it and take stock. And I've, I've noticed a theme there. Lots of people kind of taking stock. I'm telling you, man, a lot um, of people are taking stock of what they have, seeing what mm, they like, seeing what they want to keep forever. Mm, yeah, there's there's I mean, there's some really good advice here. Now, Andy Kerr actually gave some. The advice bit is going to be good. I'm going to I'm going to skip through the goals. I'm going to go back to the, um, the advice for newbies bit in a minute because um, I was flipping between the two, but it's just impossible. Um, a f- few people talking about storage. Uh, PJ Ryan, maybe take a look at storage options. Always being a headline binder guy. Is headline a brand of binder, or is, does he mean that headliner is is his number one choice? Not sure what, what that means. Anyway, who knows? Um, but Chris Elliott. Um, is is aiming to organize his 2016, 2018, and 2020 MM while patiently waiting for the next MM release. And a few people have mentioned that. Steve Amato's goal is to save money for Masterpieces 22, which is so last year, darling. Um, then get my cardboard, <laughs> then get my cardboard sign ready to sit outside Walmart after I spend more than I should. 
<laughs> I love it. We should just send each other cardboard sitting. boxes for Christmas, well, just in case. Be, you know that the boxes that the, you get twelve boxes of masterpieces. They come in the outer box. You know that great that's that, a new that brown box. That well, the thing is, if it fits, it sits. So you know you. As that's we it. Say about the cat. Cut out a little window. Um, you're good to exactly. go. Exactly. Sorry, I've just got white my nose. Apologies, it's cold. Oh man, I want the next uh, MM series. That's uh, gonna be fun. Don't we all? Uh, Bryce Morville. Bryce. Um, Bryce Morville reduce his goals are reduced spending drastically. Try not to get pulled into beginnings too hard and free patiently await twenty thirty Marvel masterpieces. <laughs> I love it. Twenty thirty masterpieces. Um um yeah, no, there's, there's quite a lot of mentions of Marvel Masterpieces, actually. Daniel Yee has touched on the economy, actually. Um, he says, with the recession looming, got to stay tight, Marvel Masterpieces 2023 only, and a select few Marvel Unbound cards. So that's focus. Again, it's focus. You know, that's what people are, you know, the the overriding theme um, is focus. Um Steve Hancho also doesn't want to spend too much in 2023, but um, does want a white vision... Bethany Auto from the Wonder Vision set. Who doesn't? That's a good card. That would be a cool card. Yeah, they look really cool. I'm really excited about that set. I can't wait. Yeah. Um, uh, Bob Feller simply said, "Sell." Ooh, Bob! Bob cold. coming with a hard hammer. So what though? Don't know. He wants to sell. He's pretty Don't serious know. about the, about the collections he was putting together. He is absolutely. I'm surprised he said that. Um, this next section, interestingly, I've called modern nonsense because and I, I'm going to murder your pronunciation of your name here. I think it's Vocek Hojdish or something like that. I'm sorry, that's terrible. Says he wants to finish up some PC goals and take a break from all the modern nonsense. <laughs> it's like, okay, there's a hard line in the sand because uh, some mean, people right. don't dig it, you know. There, there's a lot of modern I think the modern nonsense and I don't know what he's referring to but in my head it translates to 20 parallels of one card that drives potentially, me nuts potentially some people really dig it so you know um, but but a lot of people don't us included so um, I'm all up for parallels of cards I mean we've had parallels of cards since the 90s you know with the gold signature yeah thing. of course that's yeah, 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 just, yeah. Just, just base and a parallel um, and free Works okay. I mean, you had three. Maybe, I think, in, technically speaking, you had six for Flea Ultra Spider-Man 2017. That was tough enough. Yeah, that was hard. Because you had see, base, two of those. Silver, silver base. You had base rainbow. Yeah, but some of those were EPAC achievements. So they weren't yes, like but in the box. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still, I'm just thinking. I get what you mean. I get what you regardless mean. Of I get source, what you mean. Yeah. And none of them were numbered. So there is that. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, well, I think the thing that here's the thing, I would love parallels because I don't know who posted the picture, but they showed a full rainbow of the 2020 Spider-Man medal of a character they did. It was so mm. cool. And they did it angled. And I thought it came out really well. Mm. Um, I wish I could remember to give them credit. I mean, listen, but, they look good when they're together, but anyway, they look great oh, when they're oh, the, oh, no, no, the it's not, camera. It's not the parallels that upset me. It's the price point to be able to enjoy the parallels Mm-hmm. That's obviously like a little much and and tough to like mm-hmm. get my head mm-hmm. around for a same image card. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's a, bit pay to, it's a bit pay-to-play as well, isn't it? Um, Jason Smith, stay away from EPAC, far away, dot, dot, dot. Um, and Andy Salazar, similar vibe, limit EPAC purchasing, sell duplicates and miscellaneous singles, add 2016 mm and more 13, 15 model retro to the collection. So he's, you know, he's got he's got a path that he wants to go. Basically, yeah. I think a lot of people, uh, the vibe I get from a lot of the other comments I haven't included here as well is that people feel that they, they get uh, a lot of people have, have been burnt by getting caught in that FOMO of a new set on EPAC and spent money they didn't plan to. I mean, Brad Galley commented the other week he he, he went spent way too much on Marvel Goodwin's champions simply because I think there was just nothing else going on. <laughs> he just needed to scratch that itch. Desperation. Um, yeah. And, you know, buys remorse is saying now, um, which is good. Uh, we've got a couple, there's a couple of um, Moon Knight collectors out there now which is really cool to see actually that's been building um, which is pretty yeah crazy. well there's a, there's a guy who's he's like you i don't know what his real name is but he's like you and that his name is on facebook is mark specter so it's his character's name um, good man uh, uh for all i know he's called steve so we'll call him steve um i got a taste of commissioned sketch cards from ap's and blanks at the end of this year and in the new year i hope to continue that journey um and daniel dunn um, I think he's Valor Comic Services on Instagram. Yeah, he's very. He's, yeah. He helped me out with my surfer one. He did. He's yeah, such, yeah, yeah. He's so nice. He's on. Such a, he's nice on. A, guy. He's on a journey today. He's posted a great question on the group, MCW group. Um, if Bill Sinkovich had ever done sketch cards, and of course we know, I had to rack my brains because we spoke to Bill, and so I, I did know the answer and I'd forgotten it. But Bill Sinkovich did one single pack inserted sketch card from Masterpieces 2007. And I think a few APs, but that was it. Um, but the other set that he did sketch cards for was Fleer Ultra Spider-Man 97, the first set, Marvel set to ever have pack insert sketch cards. I don't uh, remember so if he's, he's been in, 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 in two. I don't know if he's been in MCC 98. No, he was check. No, he wasn't. Because uh, after this was this morning, and me and a few others went on a deep dive and um so I think um You guys have a, a, compre- a comprehensive list who's yeah, on there's MCC no there's one there's one uh, no, there's uh, yeah, no, it's on blowout. We linked to it on blowout. So oh, if you look okay, at the post, I know what you list you're looking at. Blowout. Yeah, I know yeah, what yeah, list yeah. you're looking at. Yeah, Just yeah. making sure. Um, okay. so I thought you guys yeah, had was... a better list, and I was like, oh shit, there's some good no, stuff. No, no, the the list is life. As, as I'm that's sure. what it is. I'm not sure that's a cool movie to para- paraphrase. Anyway, um, Daniel Dunn wants to get off his bum and commit to the artist I genuinely want APs um, for, for I would like to have in my collection. Um, great support. But seriously, these artists, you know, some of them aren't getting paid properly or at all um, and for various reasons. So, you know, if you can help out an artist with an AP. And I just say Chris Foreman, great artist, really, really nice guy, um, in particular has had some sort of expense recently. I think it might be a medical bill or something like that. So um, he's... Um, if you he does really good PSCs, so just go and get a PSC off Chris Foreman. I mean, that's generally the case with any artist, but I just came to mind that um, you know the, these guys are part of the community. Chris as well. does great so, stuff. You know, too. Chris does really I, I good like stuff. His work. Really good. Um, stuff. At least, and and this is <laughs> having said that, I'm now going to sound like I'm going to pour 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 um, uh, uh, wheel over that. Uh, I'm not saying that at all, but I am about to sell <laughs> at least one sketch by him in my in my offer. That's good. Um, well, someone who, someone who wants to uh, Chris Foreman. I mean, you're, you're a good one. It, I've got a double, really nice double panel Marvel premiere that's going on the chopping block. I killed it. So, that's awesome. Yeah. No, it's it's a great it's a great sketch. Just doesn't fit with, the, with my collection. Um, I'm not a massive fan of multi panels, 
Um, I've managed to get a quad. They're tough, man. Yeah, I got a quad off Matt Fuller last year, and I love it, love it dearly, but it's a bugger to store. It's a mother, yeah. Absolute hard. bugger to store. Um, yeah. But it's staying in the 79 because it's just gorgeous. Anyway. Actually, the only double, the only pan, uh, extra, like, you know, premier panel, double, whatever they're called, thing I have for Surfer, I just got one. Haven't posted it yet, but it's by the artist who worked on 2012 Marvel premiere. Oh, nice. And it's a pack pulled one. And nice. it's a Surfer. And uh, it's really crazy. It's really cool to see his style on a sketch card. But anytime I can get a sketch card by the artist who worked on the set when it's yeah. an OA set for their yeah, OA, yeah, yeah. OA send says that's the artist who did the OA intentionally for cards. Mm. I always pick it up. I got really yeah, lucky yeah, yeah. with it too. I really yeah, appreciate the good. person who sold it. That's yeah. good. It's very interesting because that first set was original art, as in it was um it was a it was physical art but the, i certainly for 2017 and 2019 i'm not sure about 2014 but premiere is um digital art they got digital real quick yeah. like yeah and the the color i don't think that i think the color is digital too right a gentleman posted some of the original art recently yeah Beautiful well it's stuff. like Fleer ultra well i think it depends on the artist as well actually because kao cacao who did the yeah, he did pencils, the black, cat. and then did digital, yeah. and then he then he scans it in, and then he colors it digitally. So he's a two step. So some artists use both mediums. Some artists like do that, that yeah, mm. makes mm. sense. Um, which is really cool. But if you ever want to get a prelim or anything original art from Premiere 2019, you can't, yeah, <laughs> because it's yeah. it exists in a computer. Um, I, mean, yeah. I guess you can get an NFT, but um, which is a shame. Um, so I'm, I'm going to jump into <laughs> listen. To, not my bag, but some people dig it. Some people make a, mm-hmm. an entire livelihood over it. So, you know, cool. Um, so we're now firmly in advice zone here. There's some really good advice from people, but a lot of it's much more longer form. Um, ben Lee, really nice guy. Mm-hmm. Um, Super nice. Uh, uh, be kind to fellow traders um, on EPAC and in the groups and follow the lead of the better collectors on here. Um so that's that's Lies. that's interesting. That that is, yeah, that's that's cool. I like that. Um, I like that. That's and on very, this wavelength, very smart. Because someone said, you know, getting to know your fellow card collectors. Jacob Moore said, biggest tip for anyone new in the hobby is make friends if possible. That to me is the best part of the hobby. And it absolutely is. You know, without a doubt. Um, so yeah, I, I I mean, there's nothing. Honestly, the hobby is just not as fun without doing that. No, exactly. Uh, Rick Ortiz, I like Rick. Research and Rick. remember it's a hobby. It's a hobby. It's fun. Um, Brandon but he's Cronin, right on research. Brandon Cronin is um, is a really lovely guy. A big MM20 collector. Um, advice for newbies, if you really deep down love these Marvel cards, you're going to have a great time collecting. But if you really but if you're really deep down just trying to make money off your cards, that's a recipe for anxiety and disappointment. Take a chance and buy some cards you think look nice, but that you haven't seen in hand. Once you see some of these cards in hand, you'll understand the price point. Photos and videos will rarely do them justice. Rarely. Rarely do them justice. I mean, how many, I mean, my goodness, I'm going to touch on the Dennis, the Dennis, the goad method. 
Dennis. Someone needs to hire Dennis and get him to photograph cards for the EPAC scans. That's right. He does great. Because his method that he's posted on his YouTube, and I will put a link to it in the show. Yeah, with the ring light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a, yeah, he's, he was showing photos for like, a good few months before we had him on the show. We, um, you yeah. couldn't make that episode. It was the Flair Roundtable retrospective. I remember. And he was talking about it then, but then he did a video showing how he did it because everyone was saying, how are you taking these photos? They look so cool. And he's just, I, you know, just from trial and error, really, just found a way to make the cards look really cool without spending an absolute fortune on That's a setup. Smart. Um, it's smart. And it looks really cool. And someone did it yesterday. Someone did it. Someone posted a photo of a card. I, I read this this morning while bleary-eyed before I'd had coffee, half hanging out of bed. Um, someone had done a photo of a card, no, a video of a card, and they'd used his method, but they moved the light ring around so that you would see the absolute full effect of the foil. So they're not moving the card. They're moving, they're moving the, the light ring. source. Yeah. yeah, but they weren't even moving it side to side. They were just... Yeah, they're probably just raising, going like that. They were raising and lowering it. Mm-hmm. And it just looked absolutely amazing. It really, really cool. cool. Um, so I'm gonna one of the things. That's really be, cool. When I get the studio done in there, I'm gonna be getting a light ring for there. For obviously, for I doing know it. I should buy one. I, the Stuff. one I have is too small. You so did have you do have one, don't you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the problem with mine is that because the ring is so small, when you put the camera there and you have the card, what ends up happening? You have problems. You know that, right? Like I'm not talking about your small ring. What's that? Sorry. I, hey. Ring's too small. So the problem is that unless it's like a it's bigger, it has a bigger <laughs> diameter, unless it has a bigger diameter, I can't seem to get the right angle on the car. So I have to buy a different one, but I'm not spending the money. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I think also as well, if you've, if you've got a light ring that's too small and the phone's huge, because most phones are really big these days. You know what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Move on. We're moving on. We're moving on. You've ruined this completely. Worst. Uh, Brandon goes on. Brandon goes on. Bless him. He's written a novel here. Have fun checking out cards on Comsi. You can check. You can click on the include sold app button on the left side of the screen. See anything that might be missing from the set you're browsing. So that's pretty cool. Because if if you're not, you know, EPAC has got this rather handy checklist thing. Yeah. Which is cool. Um. I can't remember if you can access that without having an EPAC account, but an EPAC account is free, so yeah, it shouldn't be a barrier to you. But uh, on Comsi, yeah, include sold out is is value is absolutely valuable. Comsi's awesome. See, I use Comsi all the time. Thing is, you can see, especially if you're looking for really rare one of one stuff, you can see right. if it's actually come up, been yep. on market and sold. In which case, yep. okay, you know it's not sitting in a box somewhere. You know it's yep. out there even though it might be in someone else. So I know and have known because it, it was on Compsy and sold well over three years ago, maybe four years ago at this point, the gold one of one PMG for Black Cat from Flea Ultra Spider-Man 2017. I think yeah. it got pulled pretty quickly once it came out on EPAC. Um, so that, you know, that and for a ridiculously good price as well. As in, if I mean, you compare it to prices now, you it was it was less than you'd pay for a blue PMG. You know, I mean, a lot in the hundreds, stuff, not in the thousands. <laughs> well, that's what happens when a lot of the stuff first hits, like any other card mm. that gets expensive. You know mm. what I mean? People pull it, they throw it up there, mm-hmm. and whoever it grabs it 
yeah. grabs it and doesn't want to sell it, then it starts becoming expensive. Someone asked, and I've no idea where that card is, by the way, but someone asked me when I posted my PMG rainbow from Blue Ultra Spider-Man 2017 earlier on, someone asked me, I think it was Charles, actually, Stacking Gems, asked me on Instagram, um, don't give up the search for the gold one of one. And I was like, well, I kind of don't really want it because I wouldn't be able to afford it even if it came up at this point, you know, with what someone would want. And, you know, I'm kind of, I'm not going to torture myself like that. You know, I'm, I'm happy with what I've got. There. My quest is over. <laughs> no, I've got through I was... the printing plates and everything apart from the gold one of one. So this, you know. I mean, what do you, I don't know. Like I went through this with the, um... MM16 Red Spectrum. And the person who has it, it's a huge surfer fan. They're super nice. Mm. You know what I mean? They're they're lovely. But you know, at one point you gotta like ask yourself, like, am I getting this because I want to fulfill this space? Or am mm. I getting this because I'm actually interested in the card? And it, mm. you know what I mean? Like, and then like when you're having a compromise on like, but you would ever pay on a card just to get it. And mm-hmm. just to fulfill that need doesn't make mm-hmm. any sense to me whatsoever. No, 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 no. It really doesn't. It doesn't make any sense to me. So I, I've never, I've, the future is not going to be chasing one of ones. It, it, I think one of ones for me are just the like happy circumstance. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you yeah, get they lucky, come to you. Yeah. You get lucky. That's it. That's yeah. it. Yeah. The they, whole like come to hunting you. a one of ones is not worth it. Mm. Yeah. It's just not worth it because you have to compromise way too much on your end. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just to feel good about it. And you're never going to feel mm. good about it because you've had to overcompromise to get one, you know? You're my one of one, baby. Anyway. You're my um, one of one. <laughs> Brandon goes on. Don't buy boxes at current prices. Wait for the inevitable crash after EPAC sellout and buy singles of the cards you want. So that's great advice. And we've been saying that for ages, you know, just hang for on. For ages. Wait. Don't rush. Until it's broken. Wait until the set's released. Wait until it's everyone's like, had their go at the trough hunt on ebay wait on com c yep. and just like just hunt just be a pirate mm-hmm. don't forget you know what i mean don't mm-hmm. don't go in there like a regular person and just buy yep. tons of boxes if you're yep. if that's not the game you're if that's not the game you want to pay for um and robert gordon says the same thing advice to new collectors would be to buy physical packs or buy aftermarket only so he's actually um uh, basically saying don't buy digital just buy physical. So, which is, I'm a little worried. I like EPAC. I really do like EPAC. I've always liked EPAC because it gives us an opportunity to get something that it's just not sold out mm. in the public eye. Mm. So I, I really do love it, but it does worry me. The amount of digital cards that are locked in with physical cards and packs mm. that worries me a little. I don't, I don't know how bad it will get, but I don't think, and it ha, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know if I can. I mean, I'm not a person who buys boxes anyway, so I'm just not the audience for that. But that does worry. Mm. Mm. It's fun. I mean, it's, it's fun. It's nothing. I mean, people. It's a good time. Really I mean, it. I I love doing whenever we've, I have we've had so much to fun do it. it. Yeah, I've had a blast. I've <laughs> that spot rainbow hunting is like one of my favorite memories mm. in the hobby. Yeah, for me, it was Marvel Annual 2018 2019. That's right. Yeah, that was that was the one. I just I just loved that set on pack. I had so much fun with it. It's ridiculous. That's awesome. Um, but um, but yeah, Marvel. Uh, people forget that all the Marvel annual sets were on pack for the longest time, and they were really really affordable, like super affordable, super and affordable. just fun. 
you know, really fun to buy into. I really um, hope Surfer is in like an annual set soon or something like that. Cause I'm always was kind of jealous because you were telling me mm. about you guys doing annual and like the pack wars and all that fun mm. stuff back in or the days you guys were doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Used yeah. to, used to, mm. not anymore. But like, I, I was very jealous. I just didn't have anybody to hunt for, but. I'm hoping soon so I can kind of get it, get an, get an annual in the collection that I like and stuff mm. like that. That'd be kind mm. of cool. Um, Andrew Servi, my advice for newcomers is to keep your collecting goals narrow, create some rules for your collection. Don't so you don't feel like you need everything. Your wallet will thank you. And then it goes a bit sad. That being said, I've seen some people leave the hobby and I've been thinking of doing the same. A lot of little things have gone into the decision, one being upper deck. The biggest is by leaving, I can focus on new goals like learning to play bass guitar. Not sure what to do, but I don't want to keep dumping money into this. And that's, that's that, well, listen, it's great. If you, you know, I think someone said just, just earlier, as I remember, it's just, just a hobby. So you, you, know, you can go and do yeah, other right. stuff with your free time. Um, but Andrew has subsequently started selling off all his stuff. So he's, he's decided to, 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 to uh, depart, which is a shame. But Andrew's got the most incredible um, collection of um, so sad, sketches by Saudiana. Oh, that's Especially a good one. Especially Spidey ones. Yeah. Yeah. So Man, uh, he's tough, gone dude. hard on that. It's tough. Like I've had to like... I think I've already mentioned it on, on here, but like, like I set my years from 1976 to 2014, mm. like that's And I have other stuff for surfer, but like, that's it. Like, so mm -hmm. foreign cards, sticker cards, things I've never found before. That's my jam right now. But when he's mm -hmm. when like mm -hmm. surfer comes back in the sets and stuff like that, I'm not playing that game. I'll buy mm -hmm. what comes to me. You know what I mean? But I'm not playing the game at, at certain levels. I think basically, I mean, uh, your view is very much like mine became with Spidey Metal is that gone are the days of got to catch them all. That's over. Just can't do it. Yeah. Just can't do it. Can't do it. It's, it's not worth it to me. It's not, it's not, well, it's yeah. not a bad thing. I'm glad people are enjoying it and that's good for other collectors. But for me, it's just, it got to the point where it's not as fun mm -hmm. having to play and compete and be so physically upset. By like dumb stuff <laughs> mm, that's just mm. not worth it at all at all at all <laughs> so I, I understand where andrew's coming from it's a shame he's selling stuff hopefully he keeps stuff that he really likes and can enjoy the, the smaller collection but i think so which brings us nicely on to it's like we rehearsed it andy care and i love this i love this this actually um prompted a whole separate discussion between collectors on the group. I think some good advice is to just cherish what you already have. Ask yourself, is this a contest, which it's not? But if it was, how would you, me, and we ever judge a winner? There's no judging. Yeah. There's no there's no collection that's better than somebody else's. Mm -hmm. I've seen so many different collections, so has Ian. I would never, ever say... The only thing I've ever said about collections in comparison with other collections were the creative um, decisions made on what how they chose to collect. That always, I feel, is really interesting. But it's not a better or worse thing. It's more of just like, mm -hmm. oh, damn, that was a really cool idea. Like when Ian told me about like the cat black cat issue and doing the sketches up right to that. 79. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Like, you know, so I'm doing that for 48 for Surfer. And yeah. like, you know what well, I mean? Like that was fun. 
If it was the if it was the issue, it'd be one nine four, which is yeah. crazy. That's I'd, right. I'd, I'd only be parting. That's with like insane. Ten sketches. No, my year, my year gives me some more. Sixty six. So not sixty six. Sixty seven. I forget. I forget it's when FF forty eight came out. Sixty something. I think it's sixty five. Jeez. No, it might be sixty crazy town. You might be I right. I look. can't remember. Who knows? I have to look. Um, uh, we're all winners if we just collect what you love. Make a new friend or two in the hobby. Share what you have in the past, in the, in the past, the baton posts. But those past the baton posts need to resurrection. Actually, people have been dropping the baton uh, on the hashtag past the baton uh, posting group, uh, which we should just get back to as we see new members join every day and collect what you can't afford. Lastly, something I should focus on is getting some more cases from hardball. So he's gone back to one of his goals. Um, hardball make these really good. Uh, I can't remember the guy's name now. He is in the group, but he's on eBay and he makes these really good bespoke cases, like uh, properly, right, high-end quality yeah. acrylic cases. Um, because I have so many panels that are loose. So Andy goes after those multi-panel, especially Premier sketches. And yeah, so awesome. you have to go the bespoke route for them. Um, he's gone on to uh, with, with loads of other gold stuff, but I, I just wanted to stick with his advice because and Adam Black... <laughs> Written response to Andy says, you brought up a great point about not feeling like collecting is a competition. My resolution for collecting is to keep the sentiment in mind and also enjoy what I already had. Going forward, I would like to leave behind the consumer mentality and go forward within the hobby as an enthusiast and fan. I got into this because I'm a huge fan of the X-Men and other Marvel content. My advice to other collectors is to get away from the capitalist aspirations of collecting and maintain your enthusiasm for being a fan. A fan doesn't own everything and can't necessarily buy everything, but they enjoy and appreciate what they have. I sometimes forget to do that until I would look through my collection and see that I had amassed plenty that I should be grateful for for having in my possession. And that's exactly where I am with this comsy delivery that I had. It's like, because it's it was remote and on a screen, you know, I didn't have it in hand. It's like you forget, yeah. actually, now that I look at it, I've got most apart from the short print ones spider-man homecoming relics i think i'm missing one autograph card i needed from that set um i've got most of the black panther relics uh save for the quads um most of the guardians of the galaxy ones do you see what i mean and they're all gorgeous and now seeing them together they are very much the sum of their parts yeah and now i've done that i don't feel the need to necessarily fill those holes i mean i've got a a very short list of holes and a lot of them are short like there's a doctor strange one that's got there's a dual panel Doctor Strange relic that are both Tilda Swinton, but oh, just different outfits. But oh, they're really ancient sh- one and yeah, she's ancient yeah, one. that's cool. Yeah. I've seen that so one. Yeah, AO, that's cool. AO is the is the card uh, designation, and it's yeah. just really difficult to get because there weren't that many of them. Damn, um, that's awesome. Like, so yeah, I, things like that. Yeah, that's the way to do it, man. That that's I don't know, man. Like honestly, I put up. I have um I've showed you guys, but you know, I have the display thing. Mm, you know what I mean? Beautiful. Sorry for the blanket, but I have the display thing there. <laughs> you um, sleeping in there again? <laughs> no, Emily. So this is like, so I turned my office to like a home theater because we, we don't have much money, uh, but I put a TV in here and a comfy couch. So Emily nice. and I cozy up and watch movies. So like oh, we sweet. hold over here. Yeah, it's nice. It's really nice. It's cool to like have her in here and we hang out and stuff, but I have the, um, the display case and mm. I rotate stuff out nice nice really helps like i forget what's in there because i got in the closet and then i rotate it out and it's just like i get to have this kind of like 
um what is it called like i'm resetted you know what i mean i don't yeah, feel yeah, yeah. so like yeah like i'm only hunting it doesn't feel mm-hmm. like i'm getting something out of the mail throwing it in a box and then moving yeah, on yeah. to the next thing it's kind of this little practice that's it's exactly uh, what i want to do in the studio i'm gonna have a little that's the way to do it it's I'm nice gonna, i really PSA, I i'm just gonna enough. rotate psa ones that'll be on display that's the way to do it yeah P- yeah one touch. like graded one stuff touch. i remember someone in hawaii not our buddy our very good buddy in hawaii but oh, someone else was in Chris is just the best. Um, but somebody else who was like a Magic the Gathering person, they had their whole studio basement thing like you're doing. Mm-hmm. And they had these pieces of wood um, that came out of the wall a little bit. And nice. they just like put all their graded cards tilted oh, on the cool. And yeah, it just yeah, yeah. built the whole space and it didn't require like all this glass and all this other yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. But none of those cases are UV protected, which is the scary part. But um, so be careful. I don't think any grading company has UV protected uh glass or acrylics. But um it was really cool how they did it. And I thought mm. that was pretty cool. So I, I don't do that because you know, I just have the little case and yeah, yeah, I yeah. have too much around me, it makes me yeah. anxiety. But that sounds awesome, Ian. That's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean mine will be a windowless room pretty much. So you told me, <laughs> I'm, yeah, you're I'm less solid. worried about the UV so. at all. Uh, yeah, yeah. I am. Thanks. Um, anyway, so um, the uh, next bit was uh, Adam Black continues. My advice. Uh, no, lastly, don't overspend. Some cards do get gobbled up by whales, but for the most part, every card eventually becomes more affordable than during the first year of its release. So it just circles back to that whole patience thing. You know, yeah, I agree. Just, I Just hang, hang tight. The only thing that's ever been stuff that I miss... I, mean, I don't want to talk about it too much because like then people are going to think I'm hyping stuff and I don't want to hype anything, but like, you know, you know what I mean? There's some things that disappear mm. that you, you have to wait like yeah seven, eight years to get again. But, yeah. um, most of the stuff I'm mean, like 99, 95% of the stuff always comes back around mm-hmm. whether, whatever price it comes back, you eventually see a, some rendition of it mm. back on eBay or someone, you know, wants to let it go people recycle their collections man it's yeah. it's 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 you know there are a lot of people out there that just don't ever sell no but, um those are those are very specific types of collections too though yeah but the thing is i know that there are sketches i'm about to part with and someone will say ah oh, i saw that disappear on ebay years ago and now i've got a chance I love that to you see what i mean so it's the best you know, um as long as it's nice that that will be a good good thing to do. Giving uh, back Mark, to the community, man. That's good. Exactly. Well, it's recycling. It's kind of like when it's we nice. die and our nutrients, nice. uh, bodies go into the soil and become, you know, we become plants yeah. and things like that. Yeah, we do become plants. We do become stars. Plants. Yeah. This is the dawning of the age of Aquarius, my friend. Um, age of Aquarius. <laughs> can we grow long hair and dance around now? Aquarius. Um, I think about Michael, the forty-year-old virgin every time I think about that. Sorry, it's just such a good scene. I don't think I've Such seen a good scene. That's the Steve Carell one, yeah. Yeah. So, like, yeah. yeah, it's. I won't ruin it, but yeah, it's funny. Yeah, he's uh, been out quite a while, so I don't think there's any. I think the statute of limitations. Uh, the song comes story. out if you if you know the title of the movie. The song comes out after he has sex for the first time, and it's just a oh, whole okay. like musical production thing, and it's just the best. It's just oh, really cool. stupid All funny. Right. I love it. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> any any film that has a musical production piece, or in the case of Anchorman, a battle scene with people so horses good. and tridents. What's that all about? So in good. The middle of Anchorman, it just happens out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, um, so someone's sick. got a trident. Um, <laughs> Michael Clark, my advice is to be patient. Again, you know, this is this is this is you know, this is people in the group. We didn't 
yeah, apart from asking the question, we didn't solicit this. So it's very interesting that so many people are on the same thing. Um, don't expect everything to come to you right away. The cards you're looking for are out there. They're out there somewhere. <laughs> there are people out there as well. What? Where? <laughs> there are people out there um, willing to strike a deal for these cards. Oh, see? perspective the rest of the sentence is always good you can and probably will regret something you purchased don't let it get you down put it aside and move on you learn from mistakes listen to all the wonderful advice given here today from this group and you'll be fine brilliant that's the good thing about the group though man like that's what you need that kind of stuff for like Mm. because it's so funny how stuff hits you differently when you're at like different points of your collecting you know what I mean? Like whatever life, phase you're or at, whatever yeah, it's yeah. called, mm. whatever phase you're at, whatever one of the five phases you're at, like advice just hits differently. You know what I mean? I'm sure yeah. like in two, three years, like someone's advice will hit me differently yeah, yeah. than it had today. Absolutely. You know what I mean? That's, that's what's so fun about that. Absolutely. Um, Steve Amato uh, said loads actually, but Steve, I'm going to nice pick because, because some of this has been, um, uh, repeated but i think it's worth reiterating don't be a d-bag be cool and respectful and it will be returned to you that's so, why i love steve um exactly <laughs> um from michael spiner or spina mm. um his goal is more character specific collecting promos etc his advice to newbies is collect your way no one does it right or wrong meet 10 people and they have 10 different styles you don't have to keep up with the joneses collect what you love also let go of the fomo the cards or cards will come back around again and most likely cheaper and lastly condition 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 ask for more pictures and pass if you aren't 100 percent sure more work and more money to do condition upgrades later on and have fun none of us are retiring off the money we could make it's a hobby plain and simple something to enjoy we were talking about fred ian earlier on and yeah. Unbound. And tomorrow is Carnage. Tomorrow as we record. So this <laughs> will be our Thursday. <laughs> so yeah. So we'll still be in the week of Carnage. Do you want to build a Carnage Lego minifig? Oh, I'm totally in. <laughs> oh, it's fun. Isn't that cool? It comes with a magazine. That's awesome. So you get them in you get them in stores in the UK. Um so it's basically it's, it's taped to the front. So this is this month. Oh, that's cool. And you get you get Marvel Lego Spider Man. There's also an Avengers one. So Marvel I got when I did the episode the when I did it's kind of like a comic, you know, it's got like Lego. I miss comic Wizard. Stuff in there. I miss Marvel um, magazine. I mean, this is really thin. It's like five bucks. You know, it's for kids. No, no, I know. You know for kids. Um, makes me but the one I got out stuff. last time and I built this. Who did I build this with? It was JP Trinette's. That's right. The Thanos. Oh, nice. That was the episode oh, you could good. make. Um and that's ah, Thanos. Cute. Isn't that cool? Look at him. Wow, that's big. His little helmet. Yeah. Like yeah. But the thing is, yeah. his Infinity Gauntlet, because he's got such diddy hands, he's only got room for three gems on it. So there's a spare Infinity Gauntlet in there for his other hand. <laughs> no, that's hilarious. <laughs> to make one Infinity Gauntlet. That's yeah. so awesome. For some reason, this particular kit, because I know there are kits out there that have a larger thing. But look, there's another little Infinity Gauntlet for his other hand. <laughs> Should he put his massive great knife down? Anyway. Cute, um, and then I and then I went out and I bought these really cool. Um, let me show you these. Where are they? I bought these really cool little minifig display things, like they're official Lego. 
damn that's actually really nice yeah and you basically it's got it's got a, like a thing on the back there where you can put it on a hook on the wall you can see one oh there. damn i yeah. actually really like that um and then it it, it just got a door that opened <laughs> what is, is that great. called officially I need um that. it's a minifig display you, you'll find it on amazon it's got a removal it's got a, like a little lid in here and you can take out oh the come base. on it's great but it's really good but the thing is thanos's weapon's too big so it can't go in there <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> so Damn, so I really see. love that. Let's see if Carnage will likely fit in there. Let's let's open it up. I had a Should blast we? building my uh, helmet, Mando. You did? Well, that's a big... Yeah, I don't do the big scale stuff. I just do the mini things. It was, um, it's not that big. It's like... Um... No, I can't twist it, but it's there. Right, there we go. Right, let's, let's go in. I'm just going to do this into my hand so oh my goodness there's an awful lot of pieces for a minifig oh this gotta get his tentacles uh, yeah i know but this this my goodness no it's empty now that's good right now i realize that this isn't so let me just do this so you can see it there we go ah cool my phone out of the way see that's the joys of having this right so the easy bit this is legs let me do that <laughs> he's got this he's got this like pattern on his thing Oh, I love that. No, there is. Um, and then what's this? Hang on a sec. So let me look at the picture because there's no instructions with it. Oh, I see. So this goes over there like that. Right. Yeah. And that's then his head goes. Carries all the tentacles. And that's what carries nice. all the tentacle thing. Oh, I've got to turn his face around. There we go. Uh, there he is so far. Courage. Okay. And then this is where the tentacle things go. That's my ah okay He's best friend head. growing up's favorite character other really? than Archangel. Yeah. Oh wow! It was really he has a great story. So his name is Angelo. We grew up together. It's like Angelo and Anthony are like my two best. Like they're basically my family. They're brothers. Yeah. They because we grew up together. So Angelo, uh, yeah, poor guy. His mom's very religious. Oh right. Okay. And wouldn't let him have any of this stuff in the house. And of course, his favorite Marvel characters were Archangel oh, you're kidding. and Carnage. <sighs> so he would have to hide all of his cards. I would have to hold him at my house for... Right. And he had an awesome collection. This is like... Because we were like young, seven, eight, nine. We were both collecting Marvel cards at the time. It was great. But he had a character collection of Carnage and Archangel. This thing is huge. It's never going to cool. fit in that case. That's what she Look said. at it. Look at it. That's really cool. <laughs> you bought that display, and now both of your figures don't fit in it. Well, yeah, I've got loads of other figures that I haven't okay. got out yet. But yeah, to be fair, most of the Marvel ones won't because they've got like extra stuff going on. Man, um, I want to see a Surfer one. They haven't done a cool? Surfer. No, one. they haven't done a Surfer one yet that I've seen. Anyway, um, no, they, they haven't. I'm not sure. I was going to say because you've got the Marvel Spider-Man Lego one, which is this come from, and then you've got the Marvel Avengers one, and he wouldn't fit with either really. Um, but wow, yeah, that's, that's so cool. Bonkers. Isn't that good? I love it. Try and stand him up. Hang on. He's a bit... Well, he's a little that's bit what you have heavy. those uh, platforms for in your display. Oh, yeah. But he, well, there we go. Oh, there you go. You got him. Carnage. He looks so cool. Carnage. That is that's pretty good. Probably... I mean, I, can, I mean, I could probably... Yeah, I don't know. He certainly won't fit in. Hang on. Let's go and get it. Let's go and get it. <laughs> That's actually a really great minifig, though. It is a really good minifig. Can you take out the um, dividers? No. No, that's all structural. Oh. <laughs> Man, I dig that. He ain't fitting in there. 
even if I put his things forward. Have him on the top, like they did in a... There's nothing for him to peg onto, though. It's not. Oh, good. damn. I was going to yeah. say, make it like uh, the animated series, have him on the building. <laughs> yeah, could do. But this is really cool. I mean, if you got just like regular ones, like the town ones and things like that. No, I love that. Yeah. I think it's awesome. Um, but it is, it is really cool. Amanda. It is really cool. I love it. But there we go. From... From carnage. I didn't know the tentacles moved forward too. That's cool. Yeah. Now they do all sorts. Oh, that's so sick. Because it's kind of hinged onto this thing that goes on his back. I need a surfer, man. Come on. Come on. Help me out, Lego. Well, basically, um, I've got there. She, Black Cat has been in an official kit. Uh, she was in the Daily Ooh. Bugle kit, the Daily Bugle set, but the Daily Bugle oh. set is is uh, super expensive. It's like three yeah. figures because yeah. it's it's got like about 20 different figures in it yeah because it is a whole big building that's probably wow, that's cool um about half a meter tall and then there's loads of um figures and stuff hanging on you know like spideys hanging from the roof and there's doc hawk and all that so black cat is part of that so you you do get people who buy lego kits like that and sell off the mini figs on ebay that's so cool. I could, I could quite happily pick one up for maybe like twenty bucks or something because that's obviously they're kind of, I guess they're resellers in in that in that sense. Um, so I'm going to put him back in his little bag so that he doesn't get lost, <laughs> and I have to take his tentacles off to do that. Um, I mean, he could go in there without the tentacles. I guess I could put you him could in there lay them tentacles yeah. down. I could do, yeah. I could put, I could do something around them. They might, they might fit to yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. the baseball. Like have them anyway. like going upwards or something. But I'll put that away for now because otherwise it'll get lost in all the chaos of remodeling. Um, but um, but the black cat. But when I went to the Boston Fan Expo, there was a very near the beginning of the of the um, uh, thing. People were making uh, selling custom Lego minifigs. Oh, that's cool. So they'd made like black cat. There was a, there was a ghost spider. There was a, and I'm pretty sure there might well have been. I'm pretty sure I've seen a surfer because custom. there's. You think about the number of different minifigs there are. They just yeah, yeah have yeah. these things in by the thousand, and then they custom make custom paint own. jobs, yeah. decals, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. So you can probably get a custom, but as I'm sure, sure. anything yeah, like me, sure. you want the official one. Um, having said that, I did pay five dollars for a spider Gwen for my daughter, and five dollars for a black cat for me. So. That's awesome. You know, that was cool. That's um, really cool. So next week's episode will be um, will be the the long awaited uh, Webby Vision episode that we recorded before Christmas. Webby. Um, so uh, this is kind of the end of our trilogy, our state of the hobby trilogy. Um, but um, comment or email or send us a DM or whatever with your state of the hobby you know how you perceive it because you know i'm more than happy to uh, drop in other kind of viewpoints other kind of um uh, bits of feedback on it um also i am going to touch on something that someone did send me on uh twitter because i said i would um it might actually be its own episode yeah it's going to be its own episode so steve on Twitter at Steve six seven six nine nine four eight two, that you got to work on your branding there, Steve. Sorry, <laughs> bless him. We're going to pick up your question on a different episode, um, and then there's another guy, Jedi Knight four two two, who goes by Jedi Jedi uh, Jedi twenty two, sent me the following. 
Hi, recently started listening to you guys and came across the Silver Silver Surfer statue, and I thought you'd be interested in seeing it. It's located in the Lawrenceville location of of Galactic Quest Comic Shop. And there it is. Yeah, Rise of the Silver Surfer. That's yeah. cool. So you're familiar with it. I had a feeling you'd probably be familiar with it. Um, so yeah, I so said that's, that's awesome, man. Uh, um, thank you for sharing that, my friend. Yeah, that's um, from the movie Rise of the Silver Surfer. That was the theater display. Ah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Someone sent a pic of that before, didn't they? It's huge. That's right. Um, You also introduced me to Comic Cuts cards. I haven't stagged one yet, but will definitely be adding one to my collection. Not sure you had picked one up after hearing about the lost opportunity on eBay, but just noticed this bomb pop up, and I think it's Black Cat. And indeed, it is. And he sent me the link. So that's really sweet of you. So, Jedi... Uh 22, whose bio says Star Wars fan, just trying to keep up with the latest news and escape reality here and there. Um, Good man. He's only got 11 followers on Instagram, uh, on Twitter. So um, send him a follow, folks, at Jedi Knight 422. He's a lovely guy. So thank you for that, uh, Jed. We'll call him Jed for the purposes of this. Um, yeah. Um, we had other stuff, but I'm not going to bore you with it now. I'll actually find it and get it into some concise format. So we'll be vision cool. next week. And then I'm hoping that we're going to talk about in a moment once we stop recording. I hope and we'll have a guest. Ooh. Fingers crossed. And we've got we've got definitely got a box opening coming up as well. Oh that's right. Oh okay, okay, good, good. So good, lots good, of good. exciting stuff. All right. Well I hope right. everyone's enjoyed the episode. We've enjoyed you guys and uh enjoy collecting. Thanks for listening to the Marvel Card Collectors Podcast. Tasting notes and visuals for each episode can be found on our Facebook page. We're on most social media at the MCC Pod, and you can also watch the video of each episode recording on our YouTube channel. Leave us a voicemail via our home on anchor.fm forward slash MCCP. We're also on iTunes, Spotify, and all major podcast platforms. Please take a second to subscribe, like, and review our show wherever you find us. Our Facebook community is at MCCW, Marvel Car Collectors Worldwide, and MMC, Marvel Masterpieces Collectors. The great music we use on our audio version is called Rocket Power by Kevin MacLeod. Thanks to the collectors, artists, and creators who support the Marvel Cards Fan Collective. We'll see you next time, and remember, it's a small hobby but a fun one. Make mine Marvel, and enjoy collecting.